0: Hi, I'm Andrew, and I'm Claire, and this is the Weekly Screening Podcast, where we review everything that's been on our screens this week and what's coming up next week. Just a brief warning before we start there will be spoilers for everything we discuss. So if you don't want a show, film or game spoiled, skip ahead to the next section. Starting with films, we have three this week. It's been a busy week for us.
1: Yeah, filmed out.
0: The first one is What Happens in Vegas, 2008. We watched this on Disney+. Plus. This was our Valentine's Day film. And we just wanted a rom-com romp.
1: I I love when you say romp because we have two very different definitions of
0: romp. A romp to me is just a good film.
1: A romp to me is something else that you do on Valentine's Day. Oh,
0: (laughs) mind out the gutter. So this was a classic mid-2000s rom-com that's actually funny. Yeah. With a great cast.
1: Great cast really funny.
0: So what was your initial reaction after watching it?
1: It's just as good as it always is.
0: Well, how many times have you seen it?
1: Probably four or
0: five now. I've probably seen it two times. And I still think it's one of the best rom-coms there is. Yeah, it's great. What would you say is the best rom-com?
1: Ooh, now you're asking. Best rom-com? Did I
0: stump you with this one early on?
1: Love Actually. Ooh, yes.
0: Oh. <laughs> I was going to say this one, but I would say Love Actually trumps this.
1: Yeah. I'd also say that Friends with Benefits is up there.
0: Yes. It's I a w- good one. I'll give you that one. Yeah. What about one of the earlier ones? Is there like How to Lose a Guy in... 10, Ten days. That's a good 10 one. Ten things I hate about you, or yeah, you know, all
1: these—they're good. But I do feel like I don't know the early ones aren't as good as the kind of.
0: Should we support our country and go for a love? Actually, yeah, go for Britain.
1: The British one. I don't even think about it. <laughs> it's the British one.
0: So we have Cameron Diaz as one of the main stars. Yeah. So she plays Joy. We also saw her in *In Her Shoes* and *The Holiday* in the last two months. So we've been on the Cameron Diaz bandwagon.
1: I do love Karen Diaz. She's great. I've always been a big fan of hers.
0: So she plays Joy who is a hyper-organised stockbroker, who is so rigid that she plans meetings to plan for meetings. And I feel like you do this on That's Notion. It's not meetings,
1: it's a plan to make plans.
0: That's what this, this is what it said online. Okay. It's meetings to plan for meetings, which is essentially what you said, okay. just in a more convoluted way. Mm, I would disagree. <laughs> so she gets dumped by her fiancé while she's throwing him a surprise party. Brutal. So the fiancé was Jason Sudeikis, pre-moustache. So pre-Ted Lasso. (laughs) Pre-Ted Lasso. Is this one of the most humiliating things that can happen to you?
1: Yeah, it's got to be pretty up there. With, like, forgetting your pants when you go to work. Pants are so American. Forgetting your...
0: What about your pants coming out your trouser leg? If you're at work.
1: I would say that beats it.
0: You say that beats it? Yeah. I, I don't know. This is pretty bad. In front of all your friends and family.
1: Have you ever had your pants without your trousers leg like at work? No. no. <laughs> Speaking from personal experience.
0: <laughs> and if it did happen, I wouldn't say it anyway. <laughs> we also have Ashton Kutcher as Jack, who's a playboy loser who lives in a shit tip. Do you think most single guys live like this? Yeah. With dishes everywhere, yep. mucky clothes, yep. washing everywhere. Yep. 100%. Really?
1: I think you are the exception to the rule.
0: I just, oh, I just couldn't live in that filth. I nope. think most men do. Ugh, not for me. I also think the two best friends were perfectly cast. Yeah. They, they had are. weird names though. Tipper.
1: And Hater. And Hater. Yeah, very strange. Not, not
0: the best names. No. Joy and Jack both go to Vegas after going through some shit.
1: Yeah, Joy gets dumped and he gets fired by his dad. <laughs> oh, that's bad.
0: And they end up being booked in the same room. They get married later that night because they both got absolutely bingoed. Bingoed.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say shit face, but no, you go for bingoed.
0: It's a great term, isn't it? What do you think of Vegas weddings? Like, I know some of them are even like a drive through
1: So when I was in Vegas, I saw the, the like, wedding chapels.
0: What do you think? Does yeah. it look sleazy? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you do have the kind of nicer Vegas weddings, like, we saw a bride in the Bellagio, like that's that's a different kind of. Vegas that's a different, wedding. yeah. well,
0: that yeah. one wouldn't come cheap, would it?
1: No, she like, as, as opposed to teachable. getting
0: hitched by some like Elvis impersonator.
1: Yeah, you know, somebody in my family actually renewed their vows in Vegas with an Elvis impersonator. Really? No, yeah. they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> wow,
0: that's so cliche.
1: Yeah, and we, you could watch it on like live stream.
0: I didn't. I did not know that. Yeah. I don't know that was a thing.
1: Yeah, you can live
0: do- stream a Vegas wedding. So Jack wins big on a slot machine. With Joy's quarter, they win three million, but they're married, so they have to split it. They then take it to the court, and the judge thinks that this generation is ruining marriages, not the gays. Do you think you agree with the judge's ruling in that they have to prove they're working on their marriage for six months before they can get access to the money?
1: Yeah, I think it's bad that you can just go and get a wedding and then get like a divorce or annulment. A few hours later, because a wedding is supposed to be like a
0: lifetime commitment, isn't it?
1: It is. He said that he was like the the quote that you were talking about was when he said that that gays aren't ruining the sanctity of marriage. You people are, which is like it's crazy that they had so much trouble legalizing gay marriage, but you can do this in America. Like that just makes no sense to me. Like there's such a uh, fight to get gay marriage legalized, mm. but you can go and just like get absolutely shit faced and marry somebody for a few hours and then get an annulment. It just makes no sense. I mean sense. that
0: was like sixteen years ago, I'm pretty sure. Mar- Six, the marriage oh the God, d- well that the divorce was... rates oh, that was gone up tenfold years
1: ago. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, Does that make us feel total... old? Yeah. I remember when this came out in the Me cinema. Too.
1: <laughs> sixteen years ago.
0: <laughs> but they both find a loophole where if it looks like one person isn't trying or is cheated, that person loses their share. So they both try and sabotage each other. She gets a group of slutty girls to try and seduce him. And he gets a bunch of guys at a party to ignore her. You said this would be quite effective. Yeah, that would be Why? so effective.
1: Because men can't resist hot women being all over them. And women hate to be ignored. Well, women I, well, crave
0: attention. Well,
1: I hate being ignored yeah. and I crave attention. <laughs> so, Don't I fucking know it? That would, that would work for me, 100%. <laughs> Stronger women, maybe not. Maybe not, but...
0: Also, if you manage to get the other person to leave, they lose their share of the money. So she purposely takes too long in the bathroom. He then pisses in the sink. Mm-hmm. And then he also removes the bathroom door. That's not got to be too good for him either, does it?
1: No, I was thinking that. Because then but he's then got he doesn't to, care. Well, then
0: he's got to shit with her watching or... But I, I, don't, don't, I don't think
1: that he cares about that, though. It doesn't affect him.
0: Oh, God, he needs to grow up. Yeah, I know. At marriage counselling, Jack has a black eye and tells the counsellor that he fell and that he deserved it, he deserved it. Joy then pulls out a flip phone, retro, and then shows a video of his pals beating him up. Yeah. (laughs) Which I thought was great. Yeah. They're also making each other late to a session. She has to flash a taxi driver, Mm -hmm. one breast, after he steals her purse. What a great couple. Which one was your favourite?
1: Has to be when they were making each other late for therapy. When she buys the oranges, when he goes past on the skateboard and she buys oranges and is hurling them at him and then they... She gets
0: them right in the nads. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was, that's <laughs> oh, that brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant.
0: But both of them end up playing dirty. So she gets his parents involved. Then they end up falling for each other. But it's a bit late because he's gotten her ex-fiancé involved and she would rather divorce him after the six months has passed than keep the money. Do you understand that? Would you side with her?
1: I don't know, the money would be pretty good.
0: Three million? Yeah. That's a lot. Well,
1: it will be one and a half million that she'd be getting.
0: <laughs> and then he finds her on a beach with cool music. There's a big kiss and a big happy ending. And then it sort of fades after that. Aww. Now, I think you're in agreement with me here.
1: Okay. And that
0: the best scene is when the best friends... Yeah. <laughs> ...go to the ex-fiance's room, kick him straight in the spuds.
1: They uh, punch him.
0: Well, oh, they punch him in the spuds. Junk punch. Junk punch. And then he just goes,
1: why why you know why (laughs) because we quote that all the time we'll regularly say to each other you know why
0: it's brilliant isn't
1: it oh it's just a great line
0: so i've got a wee bit of trivia here for you the scene where they get married diaz and kutcher stated that they were actually drunk for that wedding scene in order to make it look realistic
1: they do look it
0: and their erratic behavior caused the scene to be filmed multiple times. Brilliant. Also, another wee fact that I thought was quite cool. It was shot in forty six days.
1: Wow, that's, that's so all. quick. Yeah, that's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a month and a half. It's snappy. Yeah, that's well say, done. That's, that's what happens when you got professionals on the job.
0: <laughs> My rating for this, which I'm pretty sure is the same as yours, ten. Yeah, no. 10. I, yeah, ten. Pause? ten. Yeah. IMDb gave this a six point one. I know. It's It's like, like, get a grip. It's just a light-hearted laugh. laugh.
1: It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Great. It's like...
0: Bunch of piss ants. Yeah. Would you recommend this to people?
1: 100%. I can't see how anybody wouldn't like it.
0: Any Valentine's Day, you could stick this on with your partner and both of you will love it.
1: Yeah. It's just a good laugh. You can romp before or after. (laughs) (laughs) Really?
0: Very good, love. Next up, we have Luck, which was out in 2022. On Apple TV. As I was going through the Apple TV films, this thumbnail caught your eye and you wanted to watch it together. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So it's a Skydance animation.
1: They're new to animation, aren't they? It's not a studio I've heard of before.
0: Yes, this is their very first full animation film.
1: It was really good.
0: It looks pretty much like a Pixar film. It does. So it's the story of Sam Greenfield, who's the unluckiest person in the world, suddenly finding herself in the never-before-seen land of luck. And she must unite with the magical creatures there to turn her luck around what was your initial reaction to the film
1: it was good i would definitely watch future films by them any other releases that they they might have but i would say it was a little bit too long
0: one hour 52 one hour 50 around about that
1: quite long for an animation and it just it there were bits that did, it just didn't need to be that long <laughs>
0: that no it dragged
1: sense. yeah and it got a bit weird in the middle how so like So I liked the thing about her being the unluckiest girl in the world and she comes across a black cat, which is supposed to be unlucky, but they've mentioned Scottish culture it's lucky, blah, blah, blah. But the whole going to the land of luck thing got a bit odd. Like the creatures, there was like a dragon and a unicorn. and Bunnies. It made sense to start with. It was like black cats, leprechauns, creatures that you associate with luck. And then suddenly there was like a German unicorn.
0: And a dragon called Babe. Yeah, just weird.
1: That just didn't make. I didn't see the the connection there. They should have stuck with characters that made sense, like black cats and leprechauns.
0: So my gut reaction was, it's the first animation in a while that's made me genuinely laugh.
1: Yeah, we like, both we both genuinely. Some laughed of the quite gags. Some well. of the
0: gags are good. Yeah, like the one in particular was when she was having her unlucky streak at the beginning, and she's got jam on her toast. <laughs> And yeah. the jam and the toast falls off, jam side down on the floor, and I'm yeah. like, "There's too many times I've done that." Yeah, where you're, you can see the toast falling, and you're just like, "Don't land, butter side <laughs> down, please don't, please don't." And you look at it, and you take it up, and there's like a dog hair on it, and you're just like, "It's In not worth it." <laughs> it's not <laughs> worth it. Do you think you're generally lucky or unlucky or neutral?
1: Me personally, I feel like I'm quite lucky. Some I'm
0: clumsy is that because you've got me oh yeah Aww.
1: That, oh yeah The keep it for the valentine's episode no i feel like i am genuinely quite lucky i'm quite i was laughing at her like unlucky sequence because to me i don't see that as unlucky i'm just clumsy
0: oh yeah i would say so there
1: were parts of it that were unlucky but most of that when i was watching it was like that's a standard morning for me because i'm just a bit clumsy but no i'd say i'm, I'm quite lucky i also think You make your own luck with how you think. So if you think I'm unlucky, I'm unlucky, I'm unlucky, you will be. But if you think like, oh, that was quite lucky that that happened, you'll see more luck coming your way. You
0: already got into my next question, which was, do you believe you can change your luck? Yes. Yes, I, I do too. I think you can change your luck with a good mindset.
1: Yeah, there are certain things that do happen. The other thing is sometimes things can feel unlucky at the time, but then looking back, you're like, actually, that was lucky that happened.
0: You'd be a good speaker with that wouldn't you yeah,
1: Like just call me Tony Robbins
0: <laughs> So Sam finds a magic penny that changes her luck and it turns out it belongs to a talking cat who disappears down a portal and Sam follows her
1: you missed a very important detail about the cat Scottish Scottish accent
0: by Simon Pegg yeah who's not Scottish
1: yeah that's the whole other thing but still the cat was Scottish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For some odd reason, we had, we had no, the, he's not
1: Scottish. Well, no, but he had a Scottish accent for the majority of the film, and, and then it turns, turns out, it, he's not turns out it's not. Turns out he's English. Because apparently, black cats are lucky in Scotland. I didn't know that.
0: I didn't know that.
1: And the leprechauns are, of course, Irish, so I love them. Which, to be sure, to be sure.
0: So the leprechauns and the cats are in the land of luck. How would you describe the land of luck? I think you may have covered a little bit about it. Very green. Very green. Everyone seems to just get lucky. Like you can just step off. Yeah, you can the just... abyss and just get, a port, just get a step down to the next level yeah. you don't have to worry about tripping over or anything or falling
1: yeah and there's an interesting quote bit kind of what we're talking about before from the black cat what's the black cat called bob bob that's it from bob where he said lucky people act like they're lucky He's like you're thinking too much. Like lucky people will just be like, oh, work out like step off into the abyss. Mm. Be like, oh, something'll catch me. It's fine. That's interesting.
0: And we also have a dragon in there who is in charge,
1: voiced by Jane Fonda.
0: I still need to do research who that is because I'm You'll sure know her. I was, I'm sure I would know her. And the dragon can sniff out bad luck. Yes. There is also a land of bad luck beneath them,
1: which was the mirror image.
0: Yes, where everyone is falling over and fucking up sort of, I think we'd fit in well there yeah. if you're just generally clumsy <laughs>
1: Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, I don't think being clumsy is the same as being unlucky but. So
0: I've almost just put a very snapshot of the whole middle portion of the film, where she ends up blowing up the luck distributor so no one gets any luck Is that a bad thing?
1: Well the thing is, we both said that at the end is she was quite selfish, so bless her she was trying to do it for her friend but she put her friend above basically the whole world she was like, oh, as long as she just gets good luck for this one day, it doesn't matter what happens to everybody else for the rest of time.
0: It's very selfish.
1: Yeah, like I I understood what she was saying, but I was like, don't think you're thinking this through.
0: But do you think if no luck was getting distributed to the world, would it be a bad thing? Because then I guess everyone's yeah. living by their own means. So you're not getting luck. You're not getting any bad luck. It's sort of up to you.
1: Yeah, surely. Because they were distributing luck... Good luck and bad luck in in equal measure. Let me start again. They were distributing... They were distributing good luck and bad luck in equal measure. So sure... (laughs) Ha! Oh, God. So sure... They were... (laughs) Sean Connery. (laughs) They were... They were distributing bad luck and good luck in equal measure. <laughs> I can't <stop. laughs> Because they were distributing good luck and bad luck in equal measure, <laughs> surely if they weren't distributing any luck, it would be the same. Do you know what I mean? If you're yeah. distributing something in equal measure and then not distributing it at all.
0: I guess you're robbing people of good luck.
1: I you're also robbing them of bad luck.
0: Yep. That's a good point, love.
1: So I did think, is your whole thing kind of pointless?
0: Well, the thing is, the dragon who's in charge, once everything gets blown up, she tries to craft just two good luck stones instead of one. Yeah. Which is the thing that generates the whole luck for the the world. Yeah. And then Sam tries to convince her that you need bad luck as well as good luck.
1: Because they do that scene where they talk about how bad luck teaches you to adjust your perspective.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, actually.
1: Like where they're... What they, were they throwing a ball and then it hits something and it turned to a frisbee and they're like oh well we'll just pray with the frisbee now like that kind of mentality of being like oh well that didn't go as according to plan so let's try this instead which is yeah. a good lesson for a kids film i think
0: once they realize that you need bad luck too they then craft two new stones fix the whole distributor everything's back to normal the cat then wants to live with sam
1: Yeah, which was lovely. Which was so
0: cute, wasn't it?
1: So the whole thing with that is that Sam grew up in the care system and she never found her forever family. And neither had the cat, Bob. So Bob said, I want to live with you and we can be our own forever family.
0: Aww. Yeah, that that line got us a little bit. Yeah,
1: that was lovely.
0: It did have quite a cliche, happy ever after, which, you know, it is a kid's film, so we'll let it slide. It's
1: an animated kid's
0: film. And it was it was Sky Dance Media's first fully animated film.
1: It was really good. It was a really clever story. It just, and the animation was fantastic. It just was a little bit drawn out and got a little bit weird.
0: So I've got a wee bit of trivia for you about yeah. it. So the teaser trailer was released on Friday the 13th, which is the most superstitious day of the year.
1: Excellent marketing. It's Love great. the marketing it's great, isn't team it? for that.
0: What would your rating be for this film?
1: You know what? I'd probably give it an 8. I gave it an extra point because it's their first one. So probably if that had been like a Pixar, I would have given it a 7. But I'll give them an, or like an Illumination or whoever, Mm. DreamWorks, whatever, I would have given them a 7. But I'll give them an extra point because for their first one, it's a a pretty good film.
0: Oh, how nice of you. I give it a (laughs) 7. IMDb 6.5.
1: Fair. That's fair. Out
0: of 10, which I thought is a fair. Yeah. I thought anything really over a five would be good. If it yeah. was below five, I would I would think, you know what, they're screwing it over.
1: I think, no, I think six and a half is pretty fair.
0: And our last film of this podcast, which is one that I watched on my own, you saw snippets of it, which is Fast and Furious 7, oh, which was out in 2015. I was continuing my Fast and Furious adventure.
1: I'll take that back. I feel really bad for the, the like, oh, I just made because I just remembered the ending.
0: <laughs> the yeah. bits
1: the bits that I saw. Were oh we'll terrible. go over
0: it. <laughs> we'll go over it.
1: But the ending I cr- I cried at the ending, I'll be honest.
0: So after defeating international terrorist Owen Shaw, was that Gusto Guston in Beauty and the Beast? Gaston. 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 Gust. <laughs> Gust. So after defeating him, Dominic Toretto and Brian O'Connor and the rest of the crew have separated to return to make normal lives for themselves. Again. Like
1: Again. they did in countless other films. Uh, oh, look, something else comes up and back together they come. What a yep. surprise.
0: The guy's brother, Deckard Shaw, played by Jason Statham, oh, who's another big, bald action man, yeah,
1: it's about time he came is into thirsty
0: it. for revenge. And a slick government agent, Kurt Russell, he's in my Godzilla show, by the way, hmm. great actor, he offers to help Dom and his company take care of Shaw in exchange for their help, in recruiting a kidnapped computer hacker who has developed a powerful surveillance program. Now, this program is called God's Eye. That's a cool name. And it's a device that can track anyone because it can hack into any electronic system in the world.
1: That probably exists.
0: (laughs) Oh, I was going to ask you, do you think that's realistic?
1: Yeah, that probably exists.
0: That's realistic. Okay.
1: Like, the military probably have something like that, yeah.
0: This is also the main villain, Owen Shaw. He's the brother of Gaston. Gasto, Jason Statham. Are you a Jason Statham fan?
1: So what you're saying is Jason Statham is the brother of Luke Evans in this. Yes. Yeah, You're confusing me by using...
0: Using their character name. <laughs> character names. name,
1: but then their character name from Beauty and the Beast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know him now. Well, yeah, What's your thoughts on Jason Statham?
1: See, the first ever film I saw him in was... Was it Taxi Driver?
0: Uh, was it The Mechanic? The Transporter?
1: The Transporter, that was it. Um, I was going to say the train spotter, and I was like, "That's definitely wrong." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool," but then you realize he plays the same role in every film, and
0: but he plays it fucking well. <sighs> Jason Statham.
1: Oh no, 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 I'm not a fan. I'm like, you play the same dude in every film, like. So does got,
0: The Rock, no but you range. like him.
1: But The Rock's got a bit of like comedy about him, doesn't uh, he? A bit no. of charisma, a bit of comedy. Jason Don't Statham's just like a hard man. He's like, oh, come on in. <laughs>
0: yeah, no. think? That's the least threatening (laughs) hard man impression I've ever heard. So we have the same team as last time in the last two films, basically. They have to retrieve God's eye to find Shaw. So they rescue the hacker from an armoured convoy. And the best moment is one that I showed you.
1: Oh, God. Where
0: the bus that she's held in is now on its side. Oh,
1: no, I was thinking of the other one. No,
0: it's it's the first one with Paul Walker inside. It's travelling towards a cliff stops halfway across he climbs out of it as it starts falling he then runs up the side of it
1: while it's falling off while it's
0: falling off the cliff he's
1: running up the top
0: and just as it falls off he jumps off and he times it so well that his pal Letty is doing a drift at the edge of the cliff and he manages to grab the spoiler hang on
1: with seconds to spare so he doesn't fall to his death
0: is that too far fetched for you love
1: you don't need me to answer that question you know the answer
0: (laughs) They then have to retrieve the chip for the surveillance programme from a sports car and a skyscraper in Abu Dhabi. Oh,
1: God, I'd forgotten about that bit. There you know the bit that I'm thinking of is actually with the hacker herself? What was that bit? Where she dives from through one window of a car to the other while they, like, drift together. They, like, donut together. Yep. Ridiculous.
0: Oh, come on, it's just a bit of fun. I totally
1: forgot about the skyscraper bit. It's so bad I'd erased it from my memory. No,
0: I'm not having it. There are three skyscrapers. Try saying that again. <laughs>
1: you said you like said the law Skyscrapers.
0: <laughs> In line with each other. And he drives through the window of one. Oh, Christ. Through it into the second skyscraper. Through that and onto the third one. And then jumps out before the car falls through to the floor. Ridiculous. But it looked cool. Ridiculous. Come on. You have to admit, the visual was good.
1: He takes out, like, the terracotta warriors in the meantime as well. Come on, what?
0: what is your problem,
1: It's so bad. I was uh. watching it like you were joking me.
0: At the end of it, Shaw gets captured and is held by Hobbs, the rock. I'm pretty sure this is to set up Hobbs and Shaw. Although I think Fast 8 is next and that's before that. Letty, who's... Toretto's girlfriend gets her memory back at the very end and you were just like oh of course she does no
1: the whole thing with that is that Paul Walker is doing actual CPR on him and she goes no stop stop and then she just holds him and she's like I've got my memories back and he's like oh it's about time and it's like okay so actual CPR wasn't doing the trick but you crying over him being like I remember everything is enough to bring him back from the dead don't think so
0: it's a Valentine's Day special
1: it was not oh god I was like no actual CPR is going to do that job not you holding him and crying and being like I finally yeah. remember after like three films
0: well you know what I'm done with you shitting on it so <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> the main story at the end is Paul Walker who uh, tragically died at the yeah. end of filming
1: no it was halfway through
0: no I think it was before it was before the ending so,
1: well, no, it's about halfway through filming. It, they started filming in like the April and he died in the November. Oh, was it? Yeah, so his brothers, his two brothers had to finish some of his scenes and then and they also CGI'd him in because remember I googled it at the time. He
0: did. There was a really emotional scene at the end with
1: yeah.
0: all the cast really saying bye to him and then...
1: That was a really, really well done moment. That whole thing that whole ending and saying goodbye to him because it fit within the film, but it also fit if you knew what happened to him.
0: What about the thing with um, Vin Diesel where you see them together side by side and then they just drive off into separate rooms? Oh,
1: I started crying. It
0: and was And they're very driving well side done. by
1: side and then Paul Walker's car just takes mm-hmm. like the left turn and curves away from him. I was a mess.
0: It almost mirrors what they did in the first film. And then it goes on to just a tribute for yeah. Paul Walker and I was almost going...
1: Yeah, it was a really, really great way for them it to It was so
0: well done, wasn't it?
1: To remember. it
0: just really good how they just stopped all the action, the mm-hmm. ridiculousness of it, and just, just had a nice moment. To
1: say goodbye. To
0: say goodbye. I've got a wee bit of trivia for you. Denzel Washington turned down a role in this film. Universal Studios were in search for a big star to play a minor role in this film and then play a larger role in the next film. Taylor Lautner and Halle Berry were also considered oh, wow. for the same role before it was Kurt Russell who was cast. Oh, okay. We like Kurt Russell. I don't actually Although know who I that is. Although I have a feeling he's going to be the bad guy in the next film.
1: Yeah, I'll be honest, I don't actually know who that is.
0: Fast and Furious number seven, which was this film, is the first film in the series to reach one billion at the box office.
1: That doesn't surprise me.
0: Why? Do you think it's based on
1: I think it's based on what happened to Paul Walker, I'll be honest.
0: To me, this is the best film so far that I've seen in the franchise not of all time. Okay. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And then a quick little fact. Over 230 cars were destroyed during <laughs> the filming of this movie alone.
1: Just one of the Fast & Furious.
0: <laughs> I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. IMDb gave it a 7, which is almost like the highest film they've rated anything that we've we've compared <laughs> them rid- to so it was far. Ridiculous. It was not. It was ridiculous. I would recommend this film just for the visuals. I would say if you've not seen any of the Fast and Furiouses before and you just want a good action film with fast cars and stupid action, put it on. You don't agree, do you? No. No. <laughs>
1: My God. Yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, honestly, you didn't, you didn't take to it at all? No. Right, I guess we'll move swiftly on then.
1: <laughs> like I said, the ending, fantastic. The rest of the film, load of shit.
0: Well, that opinion is also shit. (laughs) Now, on to TV shows. There are no Saturday night telly shows this week because you have been ill.
1: Yes, I've been ill all week.
0: So we haven't really managed to catch up on those yet. No. I did put down that there's not a lot of telly this week until I started doing my notes and there's a wee bit more than I thought. Okay. First of all, we have Griselda. Yes. Season one. We only managed to watch the first episode of this.
1: Yeah, then I got ill.
0: Then you got ill. This is a brand new Netflix show that you said we needed to watch because there's a lot of buzz about it. Mm -hmm. We also decided you are in charge of popular media because (laughs) I don't go on social media because it's shit.
1: (laughs) But I do, so I know what everybody's talking about and what's worth watching.
0: Why is this popular just now?
1: I think because it's been a while since we've seen Sofia Vergara, that's her name, right? Yes. In something. I think the last thing she might have been in was Modern Family, and it's really interesting to see her in this kind of role.
0: I thought it was really strange hearing her swear yeah. and do all these violent scenes when I'm used to seeing her in this family-orientated comedy.
1: Yeah, she did have a little bit of like fire to her in Modern Family, so that carried through. Mm-hmm. But I think seeing her in this role was really interesting and also the story because she's basically the female Pablo Escobar. So that alone she's is... She's like a
0: powerful crime boss. Drug, drug lord. Drug lord. And this is her story.
1: Yeah.
0: Of so, her rise in the drug scene.
1: Yeah, so it's an interesting... It's an interesting story with an actress that you don't see play those kind of roles a lot. So I think that's why it's popular.
0: Mm. But we're only one episode in and it has us hooked. Yeah. I think... The story is basically, she flees from Colombia with her three sons to Miami. Yeah. She then tells her friend that she just wants a fresh start. Away from
1: (laughs) the drug business, because her her husband was in the drug business.
0: They were partners together. Mm -hmm. And it's not too long before she starts selling a kilo of coke. And basically the whole episode is her trying to sell this one kilo of coke.
1: That she smuggled with her. To Miami from Colombia,
0: and she finally finds someone to buy it off of her and him and his goons all die I think one of them gets a knife to the back of the head yeah that was pretty brutal was yeah. it too violent for you
1: believe it or not not so far no no not so I far I didn't know if
0: the would be too, violence would be too much for you
1: not currently because it's mainly like guns if that makes sense I don't like violence when it's done for like torture I don't mind if the violence is like a kill <laughs> I know that's really stupid, but if you're killing somebody, it doesn't bother me because I'm like, oh, well, they died instantly. But if you're, like, chopping somebody's fingers off and they're, like, alive while you're doing it, I don't like that but kind of said violence. But you you won't
0: watch, like, war films, like Saving Private Ryan. You're going to have to watch that at one point. But- yeah,
1: because I know there's, like, there... Is there not a bit in Saving Private Ryan where somebody's alive but, like, all their guts are out? A wee bit. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> what I can't deal with. If you're, like... Like, Deadpool I could deal with because he was...
0: He just shoots them in the head and it's done.
1: Yeah, and it's done. I'm like, oh, well, they they probably didn't even know that was happening to them. So that, yeah, (laughs) that's why.
0: And in a weird turn of events, at the end of the episode, we learn that she was partners with her husband in the drug world and they owed his brother money. Mm -hmm. His brother wants to sleep with Griselda. To
1: clear the debt.
0: And then her husband tells her to do it. That's not a good husband, right?
1: Oh, God, no. That was, yeah. You'd lose respect for your husband after Mm -hmm. that, wouldn't you? If you had to sleep with his brother to clear your husband's debts.
0: You don't actually see his brother yet.
1: No. No, that's true. Oh, they've probably done that on purpose. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about that.
0: So she does it. Yeah. And his only concern is if she liked it or not.
1: So she shoots him.
0: Well, he calls her a whore. Yeah, because she she does want to speak about it, and he's like, "You did like it, you whore." Go back to being
1: well. I think as well, she used to do that, did she not? Because he yeah. was like, "What you've done this before? What's the big deal?" Yeah, not oh. So she
0: kills him. No and wonder she shot him. That's when she knows just she to leave Colombia. Yeah. Thoughts on episode one?
1: It was really interesting. I really think she's playing it well. I was enjoying it. It's it's got me interested in watching more of it. I'm like, okay, let's see how this goes.
0: What's gonna happen next?
1: Well, I want to see, because I said to you her like bodyguard that she hired from the diner, I said to you, I don't think he's dead. And then when he got up at the end, I think that he's going to be more of a, I think he's going to come into character. business with her. Yeah. Although, I mean, she did leave him there as if he was dead, mm. but I think that he's like, oh, hang on, I can earn a lot more money with her than I can at this diner where my boss treats me like shit. So...
0: Well, if you remember... She did find a powerful drug guy at yeah. the end and now she has to deliver a big load of yeah. drugs mm-hmm. or else.
1: And it's got to be the same quality, the like Colombian coke.
0: How is she going to do it? She's got to steal it, right?
1: Well, I don't know because she does have that contact. Like her husband member, she called one of her husband's contacts and said like, here's where I am. Like, I'm okay. Good so I, point. I th- yes, yeah, so I think he's going to put her in contact with someone.
0: Okay, but we're looking forward to the rest of the season, I think. Yeah. It's only a six-parter. But, but
1: I just realised that guy, he was like, oh, he was asking me where you were and blah, 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 which we presumed was the husband.
0: Could be the brother.
1: But then, we, yeah, we learnt at the end of the episode that the husband's dead. Well, I'm presuming he dead. She shot him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not dead. Good point. Okay, I wonder who that he was. I'm
0: excited to watch the rest of it. Yeah. Like we said, only six episodes, so five more to go, but it's like an hour long. Yeah, but Each
1: that's one. okay. I'm quite glad it's six episodes <laughs> long.
0: <laughs> Next up, we have Scrubs, Yes, season four. We've done the first six episodes of this season so far. We left off with Turk and Carla getting married. We found out they're struggling with married life a little bit, especially Turk, but he doesn't want to show it. Do you think this is the case with most married men initially? Probably. Is they struggle that now I'm supposed to be with this one woman the rest of my life. I've given up my bachelor yeah. hood. Bachelor hood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it probably is. that, is. Is that a word? I don't think <laughs> it is. Think it is it's the fact you put a big pause in between a bachelor hood. hood. Probably. Yeah, it probably is a thing. We'll find out, will we?
0: We now have JD and Elliot are the co-chief residents.
1: After their breakup.
0: After their breakup. So they've got a bit more power, but... Dr. Cox still treats them like little peons.
1: Yeah. Well, to, to him, they are.
0: <laughs> I, hope, I hope he never changes. He doesn't.
1: Okay. <laughs> He's great.
0: We also have a new character so far. Oh, Which yeah. is, is it the psychologist or the psychiatrist?
1: Psychiatrist
0: Molly Clock. Who is Elliot's friend. So I'm glad that she's got a friend outside of the group.
1: Well, that's the, that's the thing is she kind of needed one because JD obviously lives with Turk and Carla.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Elliot needed another friend.
0: Do you like this new character?
1: I do quite like her. I like Molly. She's a bit kind of... Cookie. Yeah. And she fits in with, like, JD. And, yeah. Mm. No, I think she's a good character. I've got
0: a few notable moments Mm -hmm. in the episodes that we've watched. The first of which is the psychiatrist... The the psychiatrist, I will get there, (laughs) changes the Todd for one week. Thank God.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was very short-lived.
0: How can anyone change the Todd? Why yeah. would you want to change the Todd? He's fucking great.
1: Yeah, he's, he's like funny to watch, but I bet if you worked with him...
0: He's like if Stifler it, worked in a hospital.
1: Oh, God, yeah. It, no, like, it's funny to watch on TV, but if you worked with him, like, I would have punched him by now.
0: Next up, we have Dr. Cox lets JD berate him in front of the interns Yeah. so he can command their respect and yeah. then Dr. Cox promises to kill him.
1: Yeah, because he was like... He basically said, you can tell me off... Just quickly. And that's it. But JD took his moment and ran with it. And he was like, wrap it up. And he's like, when you're alone, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) You took it too far.
0: (laughs) Then it takes a bit of a detour and JD's dad dies.
1: Yeah. So
0: you think this is because the actor died? Yeah, I'm
1: not sure on the timelines, but I remember that he he obviously died in real life. And... He died whilst filming Eight Simple Rules and they had to address the fact the actor died in it because he was the dad in it. So I did wonder if the timing was the same. I meant to actually check that out.
0: It was also quite cool to see Dr. Cox step up and admit he is proud of JD.
1: That was a really nice moment. I did like that moment. It showed that he can come through when he needs to. So when JD really needed him, he said, like, your dad would be proud of you. I know that I'm proud of you. Aww. Yeah, that was lovely.
0: His brother also appears and he grieves by spending all his time in the bath. Yeah. How long do you think you could spend in a bath?
1: I hate baths. Full
0: of water, obviously.
1: I hate baths. I couldn't spend very long.
0: I think an hour. I mean, I've done like 40 minutes and after that you start feeling a bit wrinkly and like a prune. Yeah. And by that point, whatever bubbles you had dissolved. So you're just
1: like, (laughs) you're just looking at (laughs) at
0: things (laughs) floating there that shouldn't float.
1: I don't have that problem.
0: (laughs) not a nice image
1: <laughs> yeah i just yeah no
0: now we're on our own shows yes you've started your own show this time
1: <laughs> i watched one episode
0: <laughs> and what show is this
1: daisy jones and the six
0: so this is the show about fleetwood mac
1: yeah so i've read the book i read the book a while ago and it is based it's supposed to be based on fleetwood mac and how the band kind of rose to power and how they kind of burn bright and faded very quickly because there was a lot of interrelationships and issues within the band. So it's to do with the fact that they like they come up, they release this amazing album, they're at the height of their career, they've just like come onto the music scene, everybody's like, this is the best thing, and then they just done.
0: Well, Has the first episode hooked you? No. Yeah, no.
1: No, and I know that everybody said the series was so good and that they loved the music in it and blah blah. blah maybe the first episode is just a slow burn but I kind of you don't
0: really want a first episode to be a slow burn it's
1: a bit of a drag and I was like
0: oh, how many just... episodes are there in season?
1: oh I don't know, I didn't actually check but I think, like a... 10.
0: Okay, that. I think ten Okay, do you 10. think you can muscle through that? Ugh,
1: I'm going to try ep-
0: for the sake of the podcast Look, I'm
1: going to try episode two but it's not won me over so far if I hadn't read the book I probably mm. would give up on it now oh really? yeah it just it just wasn't great
0: we'll see how you get on with it then yeah we have my show next oh god here we go which was monarch legacy of monsters season one on apple tv i wanted to watch this because i love the godzilla movies what's your thoughts on godzilla
1: honestly Uh, stupid (laughs) what it's like a big like dinosaur lizard that's like ah and everybody's like no
0: you've already sold me on it that already makes that that's already better than this show
1: to me it's like king kong it's like oh a giant ape like i don't care oh god it's so improbable
0: it's oh my god the thing it that i don't a film no it's but the, not a documentary the
1: thing i don't like about these is they kind of tiptoe around the fantasy genre see i like fantasy that's fantasy like harry Potter. I don't like fantasy that's supposed to be based in the real world. Like, oh, we all live our normal lives and then, ah, there's a monster. No, it's so unrealistic.
0: Oh, sod off, you <laughs> grumpy kid. <git. laughs>
1: you, you asked.
0: I did ask. So this show was pretty pants. There you go. There was a bit. No. <laughs>
1: Proof of no, point. the
0: films have been great, but this show was terrible. There was about 10 minutes of Godzilla in about 10 hours.
1: Yeah, I'll be honest. Pretty much every time I saw that's you watch...
0: That's almost clickbait to me.
1: Yeah, every time I saw you watch it, I didn't... I think the only monster that I saw was that weird, like, warthog thing.
0: Which one? Was that at the very end?
1: Yeah, right, at the very end. Yeah. That was like the, and I was like, I thought you were watching a monster show.
0: Oh, there was fuck all in it, <laughs> yeah. honestly. How is that fair? Yeah. How is that fair, selling me a bad bill of goods?
1: Do you think it's because it would have been so expensive... To do the monsters.
0: If that's the case, why make the show?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I was thinking
0: that. So Monarch is the company that researches and protects the world from titans, as they're called, which is like monsters like Godzilla. Yeah. And the show is basically how the company was created. And the series takes part in two timelines. We have the first of which was in 1959 with a small team which discovered the monsters, which was a Japanese woman, her husband and their little friend, Lee. And the other timeline is the present day with her granddaughter called Kate, who was awful. <laughs> I'm just going to get the little teen drama out of the way. It's just terrible, man. So we have Kate. She believes her father is dead when he's disappeared. They go to his... Or she goes to his house in Japan and discovers another family there. Okay. So we had a secret family, a mother and ah, son.
1: Ah, okay. I thought you meant just like a family moved into his house. No. no. Oh, okay.
0: So her and the son try and find their father... Woo. It's second like an episode of fucking Coronation Street. I should be watching Godzilla. I don't care. I don't care about this family I don't care drama. about your
1: family problems. I just want to see monsters.
0: So they find Lee, old guy Lee, and they find his old bird and go on searching for their father. And their father was a part of Monarch. They try and search for monsters to try and find him. lot of shit. <laughs> There's a lot of pettiness from all the teen characters in the dialogue. When you have Godzilla there, I just... Oh, yeah, it's like get it just, some perspective. Yes, it just irked me. We learned that their gran fell through an opening into the Titan world, presumed dead. The old pal, Lee, tried to rescue her. He was down there for one day. When he came back up, it was 20 years later. Oh, shit. So their time moves a hell of a lot slower. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's weird. They keep him in a retirement home when he comes back up, and that's where the whiny teens rescue him. I feel like I sound like a grump. Yeah, Like a bit. I was in such a good mood about Scrubs and this show, has just put me in a <laughs> sullen mood. Then we have the present day, where Lee, the friend, is trying to block off all the, all the portals so no one else dies and the Titans can't come back up. Him and Kate fall down. They see their gran in the Titan world, who's the same age, Oh, yeah, because for her, it's
1: only been a few days. For
0: her, it's been a month. Okay. And for them, it must have been, what's that, 60 years? Oh, wow. Or whatnot. I, I haven't checked my mask there. So they rescue her and travel back to the surface with Lee dying in the process. There was a little one-minute Titan fight that looked cool, but they'd done it in the dark, so you couldn't see anything. Great. <laughs> There's a big reunion as Kate sees her father. Then the father sees his mum after being down there for so long. And then we end with King Kong for about five seconds. Okay. What a load of shit. I was so looking forward to this based on the trailer that showed like monsters and everything.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: 10 minutes. And so I got teen drama. I, I just don't want that. Yeah. All the teen characters were unlikable as well. There was a lesbian angle shoehorned in for no reason. And there was this really bad scene that pissed me off. Right. Okay. Where there was a Godzilla attack in San Francisco, which is now an area cornered off by the military. And they go back in there to find something their dad had in his old office. And so there's, they're getting chased by the military. And this woman, Kate, has like a panic attack because this is where she saw Godzilla. And it's like, she's, getting, she's got to run away, but she's like, I can't move. I can't move. I saw Godzilla here. I'm like, fucking move. <laughs> the military's going to kill you. Oh, my God. It's just, it irks me, this show pisses me off i've given it four out of ten the only thing that saved it was kurt russell who was in the fast and furious seven so he plays the friend lee he was good okay he was a good actor and tim who was one of the monarch agents those two folk saved it from being like a two (laughs) this is the first thing apple's done that's pissed me off
1: yeah because you normally like apple i do
0: so one strike apple one strike we're on to (laughs) games Hopefully this will cheer me the fuck up. <laughs> I'm still on GTA Vice City. Yeah. I'm just doing a few side missions just now. I'm doing the Vigilante one, which was pretty cool, which was where I get to hijack a police vehicle and pursue oh, yeah. and kill criminals. I'm being told their location from the police radio. There's 12 levels, so obviously they get harder as they go up. And you must do all these in a row without dying. I couldn't do this, so I had to cheat.
1: <laughs> I've okay, never I, seen I you. I had to get my tank. I've never seen you use so many cheats.
0: I don't know how you do it without cheats. Yeah. But the tricky thing is, is that you end up raising the wanted level and you get the full force against Yeah, identity. SWAT team. But I'm killing the criminals. Yeah. <laughs> they, they should be on my side, not against me. And I ended up just getting a tank and just blowing them all to fuck. And it still took me six attempts with cheating. Yeah. Because, because the tank is so slow I kept getting caught in a corner and the cops would come and just open up the tank door and just go, busted.
1: <laughs> the other thing I think that old school games were almost designed for cheats. Like, yes. I remember using cheats on like Sonic, cheats on The Sims. I still use cheats on This the just Sims. makes
0: it a bit more fun because otherwise I'd be stuck doing this mission for fucking ages.
1: So yeah, I remember like used to be able back in the day, like pre-internet or just when the news come out, used to be able to buy cheat, cheat books. Like we had yes. a, a book of yep.
0: cheats. I used to have that.
1: Yeah, so I think the game because like I would I wouldn't dream of cheating on Hogwarts Legacy. No, and like I don't you don't normally use cheats anymore for modern games, but I do feel for like a fun old, little games like GTA. Games.
0: I think it's a bit different.
1: But I think that yeah, older games were kind of set up for cheats.
0: So I'm also on my asset purchasing spree.
1: Acid purchase? Yeah,
0: so if I purchase an asset and complete the mission,
1: I it's acid like no ACID asset? Yeah, I was like should i be worried so
0: like so like one of the (laughs) assets assets is the ice cream shop so i purchased that Ah, and once i complete the mission then that gives me money every day because it's running as a business yeah so like, the your ice- por- like
1: your porn business from last week. Yeah. So
0: the, yeah. In, in this case, it's the ice cream shop that is a drug front.
1: Notice, oh, there we go. I was going to say, notice <laughs> it's got more wholesome. Yeah. Started with porn, went to ice cream.
0: And back to drugs. There we go. So I've got to do 50 deals around the city where I go around in oh, the yeah. ice cream truck.
1: <laughs> that music.
0: I've got to park up, blast <laughs> the, the ice cream song. <laughs> yeah. And then I just get to watch the smack heads run around towards me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that is quite entertaining to watch. Yeah.
0: And I had a little fun one yesterday, which was the Boatyard Asset, where my challenge was basically to go around an obstacle course on the sea in a little boat. That's pretty cool. I thought that's just that's just a little bit of fun. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just doing side missions at the moment. So I think next week I'm going to continue doing them because they're just a bit of fun.
1: Have you finished all the main quests? or Are you just no, taking a break from them?
0: I'm probably about halfway through the main quests. Okay. I think, but I'm just doing these just to give me a break. Hogwarts Legacy now.
1: Yeah. I haven't played as much this week. What did you do this week? So I started to play until I got ill and then a lot of my illness was like really bad headaches, so I couldn't play for large periods of time. Because with Hogwarts you can't really go in and play like fifteen minutes. With Hogwarts you have to go in with like at least an hour.
0: So is there any progress you made this week?
1: I've just I've been kinda doing what you've been doing, I've been doing little side quests because i'm sick of the gear issues not being able to carry enough gear and having to so i'm sick of that
0: why don't you just get rid of the gear that you don't use
1: well yeah you do but it's so limited so i've been trying to complete what are called merlin trials which you like go around the map and find them and complete them and if you complete like i think it's, it's like 5 10 20 i don't know it goes up every time you unlock more gear slots you can carry more gear because the thing is like i have gear that i carry around with me so you can change you can upgrade your gear so stuff like i can have like a cloak that helps me against goblins and a cloak that helps me against in in inferi- fairy i can, can in fury
0: not the skeletons
1: They're like yeah like zombies kind of like yeah the dead the walking dead uh and then you can have a cloak that protects you against like dug Bogs. so you, you you have all these or like a cloak that protection against spiders so you kind of want to have a bit of variety so if you're coming against like a, a what do you call them a boss mission
0: yes A boss battle
1: yeah a boss battle that you're like oh shit okay here's a spider boss battle i'll get all my spider shit on or here's an inferior boss battle i'll get all my inferior shit on so you kind of want a bit of
0: everything
1: a bit of everything especially as you're progressing up the levels but you need to like carry that shit with you because sometimes you sometimes you know what you're going in for mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't and you don't want to keep having to travel back to the rumor requirement and like because our thing is when you find stuff some of it will be like unidentified items so it'll be like unidentified hand items and you've got to go back to the rumor requirement mm-hmm. it'll tell you what it is and then if you don't want it you've got to go somewhere and sell it or get Sack rid of oh it's a nightmare so I'm trying to do Merlin trials basically, so that I can get more gear slots. Jesus. I'm, yeah. <laughs> that
0: was like a rant and a half.
1: Yeah, because it's just it's the one thing that irks me. To use your word mm. about the game.
0: I get that, but you're also playing a new game this week. I am playing two games at the same time.
1: Yeah, I'm playing one on my Switch, which is Palia.
0: So what is Palia?
1: Palia is kind of Fortnite meets Zelda meets Animal Crossing. So it's Fortnite, where it is an mmo so
0: massive multiplayer, multiplayer online i
1: think that's what that stands for so it's a bit like Fortnite, where like people run past you and stuff and mm. you can you can speak to them if you want like there is an open server that is there where people occasionally speak um i don't yeah. <laughs> um but there is that and stuff like you can help people like hunt and stuff and you can say like hey do you have any of this and people like give it to you or you can fill a request for the people so that's the like The Fortnite element of it. You also have I have a glider now, like Fortnite. You know how you like,
0: yeah. Yes, is that pretty cool?
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's very Fortnite esque, and the shooting because there's no shooting in like Animal Crossing or Disney. So I have a bow and arrow to shoot down animals. So that's the kind of like Fortnite element to it. Zelda element is more the graphics and the character design.
0: So it looks similar to the Zelda gameplay. A wee bit,
1: bit Zelda. And then the Animal Crossing is stuff like you do like fishing and you craft stuff,
0: farming, uh, do a
1: cozy bit of cooking. gaming. Yeah. So it's got, I can see the appeal because it's got all these crossovers and it's free. It's free to download, it's free to play.
0: That's good actually. A free game.
1: Yeah, but I just.
0: My next thing was what's your thoughts on it?
1: I, I've been playing it this week and I'll probably play it next week. But
0: are you still on the tutorial mode?
1: Not as much. But the one thing I would say, there's just a couple of things about it that aren't fully selling it to me. One of them is the gameplay and the quests are not obvious. So I have had multiple times, it'll be like, go and do this, or like, you need this. And I'm like, I don't know how to get that. So you have to Google it. And I'm like, I don't want to keep having to Google in a game. like So as I've been unlocked in crafting items, for example, mm-hmm it'll say, like, that you need one of them. One of them, I I couldn't even figure out what it was. It was just a picture of, like, a little green thing. And I was trying to get across to be, like, if maybe if I, like, hover over it, it'll tell me what it is or how to get it. And I couldn't figure that out. And then I ended up, at one point during the game, just happening across something. And when I, like, picked it up, it was the same symbol. So I was like, oh, that's it. So stuff like that, there's no, like, and there was another bit where I had to Google stuff. I was like, how do I get this? And how do I do this? And so I feel like, it's lacking a bit of tutorial or a bit of like Mm -hmm. what you need and where to find them even if it was like for this like crafting recipe you need this and you get this in this area you're gonna
0: have to google it
1: yeah so i don't know
0: it seems a bit weird
1: and then the other okay there's three things actually because the other thing that annoys me is there is more than one map so you have your main big map but then there's two or three like offshoots of that but because it's an online mmo there's a quite a big loading time and one of the guys that you need a lot especially just now at the beginning Oh, that's that's one of the things so it's like go and visit like he's called like hodder or something like that and i was looking on the map and i was hovering over all the characters and i was like he's not here and i I, I was doing it for so long i was like am i going insane so i googled it and turns out he's on another bit of the map
0: (laughs) so you weren't looking at the right map
1: but i was like if i hadn't googled because you can't then click onto the other map you have to actually physically go there there for the other map to open and i was like (laughs) how the fuck was i supposed to know that maybe it did say like he's in bahari bay or whatever it is how'd you know where that is well yeah but there's like it's just a bit complicated and even like when i went there i was like oh god that was a bit of a trek to get all the way there because you have to pay to fast travel it's like yeah it's like 25 coins each time and coins aren't that easy to come across i'm like i'm not paying 25 coins each time fast travel so you just have
0: to walk yeah
1: oh yeah so I was like so I don't really like that side of it and then the other thing is again I think because it's an uh, online MMO is uh, I'm probably saying online MMO when the O stands for online because (laughs) because it's online it can glitch so stuff like I'll be shooting a deer I forget what they're called and it'll disappear oh deer oh god oh god you had that sitting there didn't you I could see it in your face oh god but Uh, yeah I'll have that where it'll glitch and it'll disappear and I'm like fuck's sake or especially when it runs away so if you fire and you miss Mm -hmm. which sometimes I'm like I didn't miss there but if you fire and you your arrow and you miss it'll run away and you're supposed to chase it and I'll chase it and it'll just fucking disappear or it'll glitch out and appear beside you and then obviously because it's beside you it's like ah and it runs away again and I'm like oh because I'm used to games where it's not glitchy because I'm not as much as I'm playing online like in Disney Dreamlight Valley I'm technically online cuz if for some reason if I've reopened it back up and it's not reconnected it'll say like for the shop like oh this is not online mm-hmm. but it never glitches like that so that's a bit frustrating but I mean it's understandable because it's a massive it's a massive game like I don't know how they're running it all if I'm honest and it's free to play
0: Are you getting what you pay for?
1: Yeah, I say I mean it's free. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. You're getting a lot of value for it but I think I just, I would rather have paid money for it and these issues were sorted. There's just bits I don't, the glitching thing, that's fine. That's just one of those things. But like I said, the lack of tutorial kind of thing is a bit trickier mm. where to find stuff. And the, this, I'm like, just have one map. Like this whole other part. The map's huge as well. Like the map is huge. And then you go to this other area and it's like just as big and it's all just to find this one guy I'm like for fuck's sake why can't you just be in the normal village
0: (laughs) I thought I'm supposed to be the grumpy one here
1: (laughs) it's a shame because I have got enjoyment out of it but these things are enough that I just don't know to
0: piss you off are you going to keep at it
1: I'm going to keep going probably for this week and then I'll see I don't think it's going to be like Disney Dreamlight Valley or Animal Crossing or Hogwarts like they're like god tier and this is floating somewhere
0: (laughs) Now, on to my favourite time of the podcast. Yes. What's been your favourite moment on our screens this week?
1: It's an oldie bit goodie. And we mentioned it earlier and it's got to be the, you know why. That's what, you nope.
0: <laughs> I did have that and I changed it. Oh, what did you pick? To a moment that you hated, I loved, which was the cars going, the oh, car God. going through the skyscrapers and Fast and Furious 7. That visual is just so fucking great.
1: I'll give you that the visual's cool. I'll give you that. But the whole thing is just stupid.
0: <laughs> That's your opinion and your opinion is wrong. <laughs> Who's been your MVP this week? Do you want me to go first?
1: No, I think I'm going to choose the... It's, it's a jeweler. I'm going to choose the best friends in What Happens in Vegas. Yeah.
0: So I've picked the male best friend, Rob okay. Codroy. He's one of my favourite actors. Yeah. And he's in the Christmas film that we're going to watch this year called Office Christmas Party. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of that.
1: I think I might have heard of it, but I've definitely not seen it. I think you're going to love it. Okay.
0: But yeah. Oh, so we've got pretty much this, the same answer then. Yeah. they're same just MVPs. They're
1: just great supporting characters. So funny.
0: If you were to cast the best friend in a comedy film, you'd want them. Yeah. Just perfect. Yeah, they are. Now we have what's coming up next. Okay. So we have potentially a cinema trip to go and see The Iron Claw.
1: Yeah, trying to decide if we're going to do that next week or the following week.
0: I do really want to see that. Yeah, we have got, I really want to see it We too. have got a lot of stuff in the cinema that we want to see. Yeah. Speaking of which is the new June.
1: You want to see the new Dune. So
0: I want to see the new June because it looks awesome, which means we've got to watch the first one. So we might watch that tonight or some of it because Yay. it is a two and a half hour long film. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> You're going to watch more of your show, potentially.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give episode two a go. Yeah? Yeah, and see from there.
0: I'm going to start my new show. I've already done most most of episode one.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Which is Under the Dome. Yeah. Which was out in I think mid-2010s, I think. Stephen King,
1: Stephen isn't it? Stephen
0: King. Yeah. It's basically like the Simpsons movie plot. Where oh, a big yeah. dome is on gets dropped or appears in a city mm-hmm. in America. And I've got to the point now where the dome's there. And it just appears. And it basically appears by like cutting a cow in half. <laughs> so you can just see like half a cow just fall over <laughs> and that's how you know there's a dome there yeah it's just brilliant oh so
1: they can't see it no so they just think this cow's been cut in half
0: so they can't see it and then the guy like looks up and there's a plane and the plane crashes into the dome okay and then like a few minutes later you see birds dropping down and they says like oh they've snapped their neck because they've obviously flown into the dome
1: Oh, okay, I just presumed that they could see it, like no. in The
0: Simpsons. So they no, they can't see the dome. Also, right. the dome is soundproof, so there's like they can't hear what's going on at the other side.
1: Okay, I do not realize they can not see it. That's interesting.
0: But mainly, the first episodes about all the characters within the city. Yeah. So there's all these, you know, everyone's got their bad characters. Yeah. Everyone's got their motives for being a dickhead. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like I'm liking it so far. Okay. So we'll see how we go with that. We have more Griselda to do. Yes, go. more Griselda. We will try and catch up. I think on our Saturday night telly, that'll maybe be our dinner yeah. dinner shows, gladiators. Because I want to get back into that.
1: I know. I feel bad. It's just getting repetitive.
0: I know, but it's just. I know. Let's get through it because I like seeing the I like seeing contestants just get minced. Okay. Um, we've Anton Deck. Yeah. I can't even remember where we left off with that. If Me we neither. Were, we have more gaming as well. Yes. We do need to get through that. Yeah. That is us at the end. So if you have any films, shows or games that you guys are watching or you want us to watch or you have any questions, please email them in at weeklyscreeningpodcast at gmail.com.
1: No, I'm not doing it. You're <laughs> not doing it this time.
0: For fuck's sake. One day we'll get it right. Before we go... We would like to thank you for listening. We don't have any socials at the moment, so you guys are going to help us market this. Yeah, spread the word, tell your friends, tell your family, even your nan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. You may not, but I think such it's a funny. bad
1: sense of humour.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's a wrap, guys.
1: We'll see you next week.
0: We'll see you next week.